Let us pray. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for this chance to gather in your name. We give you thanks for this chance to be your people. We give you thanks for your word. God, guide us that we may be good stewards of your word and your purpose. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Good evening, friends out there in internet land, um, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of Scripture Talk. Uh, there, if, if, you th if you thought, like, oh, man, like, I wanted to turn in live, you couldn't. Uh, there is no live edition of this show, uh, because Zito, somebody, somebody would not get me past a loading screen. So we're having to just pre-record this and release it after the fact, uh, which admittedly is less fun. Uh, we miss the chat room already. Um, and uh, as Scott's background implies, this is apparently our 100th episode um, of Scripture Talk. Um, it started out as a, a meeting between Scott and I about two years ago, um, back in August of 2018, um, and now two years later, um, is this crazy sprawling podcast that we do. Um, uh, what a gift. Anyways, I am uh, Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever is Go Brandy. Sister Brandy Dudley, good to see you. Go Scott. Pastor Scott Kinshaw, good to see everybody. And Go Stacy. I am Zenu. Uh huh. That you know. Can you conquer Zito? Um, <laughs> this is a scripture talk. Our a weekly chance to gather together um, and talk about our scripture for the week. Um, and this week it is Matthew chapter twenty, verses one through sixteen. The laborers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual day, daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three o'clock. He did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle, idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and pay them, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now, when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, these, these last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same as I give you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So, the last will be first, and the first will be last. This, uh... This is one of those parables that reveals, I think, something about humanity 
that we misunderstand what the stra- what the phrase fair means. Because I am willing to bet, deep down in each of us, there is a sense that this isn't fair. And so does that mean God is being unfair? No, by no means. Um, fair is much more about people getting what they need, not people getting the same thing. Uh, and that is, uh, perhaps tough for us to deal with. That is called communism. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, in some ways, y- yes, in that, like, communism is informed by and then badly misuses um, some principles in scripture, right? Um, the understanding that that God does want everyone uh, to get what they need, right? Um, and calls upon Christians to treat people, to make sure people have what they need, right? So, uh, in some ways, uh, it, we live in a capitalist system and understand that values of a capitalist system, but also understand that the Bible calls on us to behave in wildly uncapitalistic ways, because we are supposed to, you know, what does Jesus say to the rich young young ruler, right? Sell everything you have and follow me. Um, And so, uh, yeah, God does place a value on everyone getting what they need. Um, And and I understand that capitalism is a system of economics. Doesn't. Um, And and, and as a Christian, we, we must kind of live in both worlds right this is one of those verses that we really see where you know god's ways are different than ours you know i mean there's different ways of looking at it in one way uh there was equality because he paid them all the same Uh but when you look at when you breaking it down on the hourly wage no he didn't pay them all the same but they were hired as day workers and you know, we, we tend to think, uh, as I was reading this, I kept thinking of, you know, and, you know, looking at those, those photos and the things that show the difference between uh, equality and equity. And you have the people trying to see over the fence and they're all given the same box and they can't all see over. But when each of them are given according to what they need, they're able to all see over. But even in that, the reality of this situation, at least a part of it, is reminding us that God did exactly what he was going to say. And then his generosity is totally not up to how we think it should be done, but it's 100% up to him and what he does with his generosity. And, you know, monetarily it seems off, but when we think about part of what this is referring to, you know, is a simple fact of how things might be when we end up to heaven. You know, if you look at it in some ways, interpreting it of, you know, when we come to Christ at our point of life, you know, uh, early on or midway or toward the end, we're all getting to go to heaven. But I, I think that even also misses what's going on here, which is Jesus responding to a question back in 19 of his disciples, what do we get? And then there's these three parables that kind of points to this. And in some ways, this might not just be about getting to heaven and God being gracious as much as also reminding the uh, disciples about their own humility and not looking at other people being blessed by God and then thinking that's not fair. Right. Right. Isn't that that kind of a form in that kind of a form of coveting 
Like, yeah, it was certainly, yeah, Jesus, Jesus certainly says that, right? What, you know, um, are you envy? Like Jesus in, in the words yeah. of the, of the, of the owner of the vineyards is what are you envious? Right. Um, it, it's one of those, like, you know, people you know, claim to reach Christian perfection, but to make the claim that you're perfect is itself prideful, thus proving you're not perfect, <laughs> you know? So the people who have truly reached Christian perfection won't tell you that they've reached Christian perfection, uh, because they would never assume that they were perfect. Um, that's right. part of what makes them perfect. Um, it's also, how do you, um, how, how do you identify a narcissist? One of the key tests <clears throat> to identify a narcissist is ask them, are you a narcissist? And they will tell you yes, because a true narcissist doesn't care um, right. that you think they're a narcissist. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, but no, I mean it is it is understanding it is understanding that God's economy and our economy function differently. And we as humans, not, I mean, clearly the disciples struggle with this, not just us living in a kind of a 21st kind of 21st century capitalist system. Um, God's economy says everyone gets what they need, right? Um, and uh, the, the point also that the point perhaps isn't about you and what you get and making sure you get yours, right? right. That instead it is about everyone. Yeah. And everyone getting what they need um, and understanding that God can treat people differently. That doesn't mean that God is treating you unequally. Um, God is going to give some things to some people and not some things to some other people. Um, and God gets to make those choices. And part of our journey with God is becoming okay with that. To, to quote um, Mick Jagger, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometime, you just might find you, you get what you need. Well, but it's also like someone else might get what you wanted, and you need to be okay with that. Right. Right. And, and this, uh, yeah. Go ahead, sister. I mean, they the uh, the area in the morning people that clocked in shouldn't have gotten mad at the owner because he didn't. The owner didn't break his word. He said he's going to pay them for a full-day wage, and that's what they got. I mean, I think a, a modern-day example of this is uh, with us at Walmart now. We, but they come over to the store and help us out with uh, putting up freight and whatnot and such. But their their um, pay doesn't change. Yeah, they don't lose money. They still have the same money that they make at the warehouse, but they're doing our type of work. I, you know, one with the warehouse money, but I'm grateful to be able to get some money to do some work. So they should have been thankful that the man kept his word and give them what they were told they were going to get. Right, but but again, that 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 offends that like innate thing within us that's clearly not of God um, that says, yeah, but where's mine? Right? I, mm-hmm. I, I, wor- I worked harder than that person. I should, I should get more. Um, and, 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 and sometimes God says, no, no, that's, that's not how this works. This is also, once again, remember, fundamentally, not about you. Right? It's just not. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's about God's purpose. 
and it's about God's kingdom. And so in some ways it's about all of us. Um, in, in the book I made y'all read or made a lot of y'all read on this called no future without forgiveness. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Desmond Tutu touches on briefly and, and he does so in other places, um, the African concept of Ubuntu, um, oh, yes. which, which essentially doesn't translate well into English because it like becomes like a greeting and it's not really a greeting. Um, what Ubuntu is, is the concept that I am because you are right. That there is that, that we all have value, um, in some ways because of how we care for one another. Um, not just, uh, it is African culture, uh, or South African culture and in, in, in Swahili culture that kind of forms this kind of large swath of Africa. Um, does not val- have the same like Western individualistic ideals um, that we do, right? That we just assume that like everyone like values the rugged individual. And it turns out that A, the Bible doesn't really talk a lot about that. Um, and B, uh, most other cultures don't. And so uh, this is, I think, a place where Ubuntu, the concept of Ubuntu shows up in a biblical way of, no, you as laborer, um, you as labor who worked longer don't necessarily get more um, because we exist in this whole system. Um, it's not just about, again, it's not just about you getting yours. You know, I love and yet am convicted by the fact that the audience for this is the disciples. Yeah. So these, he's not talking to the crowds, the quote unchurched. He's talking to his closest followers at that time. And so you know, just what you were saying about the Ubuntu and all of that, it's really looking at this like the body of Christ. I know oftentimes our big thing in Christianity, I know I'm guilty of it, is seeing how God has blessed some other people's ministry or see them moving faster in a ministry when I'm going, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm moving and I'm plugging in the same amount of time. Why am I not seeing what I would think is bigger rewards right. from that? And, you know, that's, a bad way of looking at it because you should really be happy for the others when they're being blessed because you know jesus tells us we're all one body right that idea of what you're saying and so essentially we're being jealous of our right hand or our left hand and it's something that you know was convicting to me to realize you know i knew i struggled with it but i had missed that this was aimed specifically until going through it this time at the disciples and realized oh this isn't just for everybody. He's really hitting those of us that are being jealous of other people within our own body. So let me so let me hit you with this a minute. So you, Trey, you talk about how the um, basically the, uh, the the human ego works, the human yeah. psyche works. Now just imagine if um, those workers had worked and and at the end of the day to be to be paid. And a um, another another worker was hurting financially worse than the other mm-hmm. people were, and they were asked, "Can we give a, a, a little bit of your wage to them to help them out?" Now, the Christian way to react to that would be, "Sure, you know, help out, you love, like we've been talking about in the last weeks, love uh-huh. your neighbor and share that way." But our our ego, our human ego. Would either like A tell us no, it's mine, or right. B or B let me have it and let me have the satisfaction of doing the helping. 
Right. So then, so this starts to strain to like theoretically, that's what taxes are, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you want to like <laughs> like like zoom high level out, right? And I I often tease um, older folks that um, I'm currently paying their social security, right? They paid into social security a long time ago, but that money's long gone. Um, this is theoretically what's like social security is, um, that we pay for the current generation who's receiving that money. And then theoretically in a billion and a half years, uh, when I someday retire, um, someone pays for me, um, in where it gets where, so that I think Stacy, what you highlight is another thing. Do we think, do most Christians think they, everyone should have what they need? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a. I think that's fair. That if you were to like, they don't necessarily understand how to do it. But like, man on the street interview, average Christian. Hey, uh, could you give a little bit? Of, would you give a little bit of money to help people? Yeah, they would. Um, so we struggle with like that. We don't get to make that choice sometimes, um, or like we like to be able to make that choice, uh, and God doesn't give them that choice. Um, God says, in this parable, says, like, no, I'm doing this, and you need to be okay with it. Um, and, and so it is, in some ways, like, revealing of the character of God as much as the character of people. Yeah, the, the sovereignty of God comes into place that, that sometimes we have to realize he's God, we're not. And that right. we should right. have, ideally, we should just be glad that other people got something, right? Um, right. Just be g- glad that, like, oh, that's cool. They got something. I got something. They got something, too, um, as God's free gift. And, like, we should just be celebrating for the people that got something, not feeling like we should have gotten more. And, again, I, I, I am not... You know, I am not proposing the socialist revolution. I am not calling us to go join the barricade. Um, I am not saying that this is how we should run our economy, that somehow Wall Street should now become a charity. Like, I'm, But I'm saying in our personal walk in faith, um, when God gives someone else something, we are to celebrate, knowing that God has also given us what we need or what God needs us to have. Um, and we should be celebratory and not envious. And on top of that, we should be able to uh, stop and go, you know what, by me walking the Christian walk, I'm going to get the ultimate gift when I get to heaven. Sure, there's also that part, right? Um, But there's not Uh like, there are not, there's no VIP section in heaven, right? (laughs) Right, So that's part of what, Right. that's part of what this verse, it's not, Scott, I think rightfully pointed out, that's not the only thing this passage is about. But this passage is also about, there's no VIP section in heaven. Right? It is not like the disciples are going to be in a better part of the club than us. Right? right. That like they're getting bottle service and we have to pay a cover charge. Right? There like, is no not... there is no, there is no Bubba Club in heaven. Right. Exactly. Uh. Um, and and we also need to be okay with that. That the person who comes to Christ on their deathbed gets to go to the same place as people who have struggled their whole life in the Christian walk. And um. it it. Maybe it isn't fair by our standards, um, but it's not like we didn't get to go to heaven because we worked the hardest, right? It's still a free, it's still God's free gift. 
Right. And you know how to touch Which, it. See, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about the thief on the cross. Because he hasn't, you know, he hasn't followed Christ all his life. He's done stuff and hasn't been to church, but yet he got access to heaven because remember me, when you come into your kingdom, boom, he's yeah. in. He's in. Saved by the hair of his chinny chin chin. Yeah. But, but I want to point out something though. Because I, I don't want people to get a wrong idea of like, well, then should I just wait to the last minute to get saved? Ah, uh -huh. Because uh -huh. God's uh -huh. eternal life and his, for you to have life and have it more abundantly starts here on earth. And right. there are lots of benefits of having Christ uh -huh. in your life along right. the journey while we're right. here that makes it worth being the all day worker. Right. right. We're not selling fire insurance. It's so much more than that. Um, yeah, but that's where like, so you start to see where works righteousness comes from, uh, right? Yeah. And you start to see how in some ways the story of Christianity is a never ending battle against works righteousness because all of us want, like, I think secretly, you, you, no one has to admit to this, but deep down, even the disciples clearly, um, were like, yeah, but what, can I earn this? Can't I, can I work harder and get more? If I am the all-day laborer, can I get to the VIP section of heaven? Can I, or, or, and like, this often manifests as um, the prosperity gospel even strays into this of like, yeah, mm -hmm. but if I pray harder, can I get like better things in this life? Even if we're all going to the same place in the next. If I pray really hard, can I get a jet for my ministry? Uh, and the answer is, if God needs you to, or, <laughs> or we all have or, that idea of we want everyone to be equal. We just want to be a little bit more equal, right? Or, and we want to be like, thing, right? Go ahead, go ahead, Stacey. Or the thing of, do if I do enough works here on on Earth, will it cover up for and and all the screw ups and all the sins that I've committed while I'm here? Yeah, still no, <laughs> still can't earn it. Right. Um, but like you start to see how it sneaks in. It's not just like, you, you know, obviously it snuck into medieval Catholicism, but I see it show up in the modern prosperity gospel. I see it like um, you have to work really hard. And John Wesley had to work really hard to not turn sanctification into works righteousness because it is borderline. It's close. <laughs> I don't think it strays over. Right. Or I wouldn't be a Methodist theologian, but like gets real close to like. Yeah, um, because he didn't want to take the rigor out of Christian life, right? It, it wasn't just like, he didn't want to just be like, you know, oh, who cares? I'm just going to do whatever. No, but also um, everyone who believes goes to heaven. You're going to have to going to have to deal with that, um, that God's equality means something different than our equality. And right? to touch That's on really what annoying. Scott said and to touch on what Scott said, uh, you know, talking about well i don't have to like believe in god right now or or, or do what i'm supposed to do right now but what if you don't have tomorrow well right yeah it's that's why you gotta do it now it's god's do it now. it's god's unlimited grace but it's a limited time offer and I'm by the way you don't yeah. know when the yeah. offer ends uh, exactly uh-huh today is the day of salvation today is the day of yeah. salvation yeah, grace tomorrow. is unlimited not last but week you are not uh, mm -hmm. I, I, because you could you know. expire tomorrow. 
could start you right, could now, right, right now. now. Yeah, you know. I could drop dead right now. Exactly. Right. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, I, I, Would look, that bring the ratings up for us? But I don't know. I, I, if, if, if this turned into a snuff <laughs> film, probably. But if that's how, like, that's what it, that's oh. what it takes to go viral around here. I'm just not. I'm um, not I'm interested. <laughs> Not, not, not the genre we're gonna play. Hey, Snuff. I'll do. It? I'll do anything for ratings. Come on. No. No. No, because negative goes rider. The pattern is full. Um, because yeah, if you do anything for ratings, that only goes like one of three places. Um, right? It right, is, right. A, you know. Uh, conf- it's conflict, nudity, or snuff film, right? Like that. that those are the three. Like you say, you're going to do anything for ratings. Those are the three places it goes. Um, by the way, just watch reality television. Um, uh, if you, exactly. you know, where the quest of anything for ratings. Heroin um, and we, we already have uh, Batman throwing out some love to us for the I know, episode. I love it. Anyway. Right on, Batman. It's a man. Shout out to That's Batman. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but I don't know, like, you you but the, like this I think this should be you know deeply convicting of all of us um at, uh, certainly as a way of processing jealousy but also as a way of avoiding works righteousness of being like oh oh yeah there's no express lane there's no VIP section um you know the people who have come to faith earlier don't necessarily have easier walks they have access to god they get to experience the heaven in the here and now they get to experience resurrection here and now like there's real benefits to it um but the end goal is the same and in the end god's going to give people what as god a as god sees fit sees fit and b according to what people need um not according to what you have quote unquote earned right there's just you don't there's no gold star system in the kingdom of god I'll give you a perfect example, Trey. I grew up um, being taught to to can't stand my aunt and uncle and them because they have money and they take trips to Disneyland every year and they go to Vegas and they're just greedy people and blah, blah, blah. And then as I got older and got wiser and I went, well, wait a minute, I didn't work for as hard as they do for their stuff. That's That's because they worked hard. I didn't work that hard, so I don't get to have those benefits and those rewards. Sure, but that's still the thinking of this life, right? So, an example of this is, so my best friend um, did not fundamentally, and I don't think he'd mind me saying this. I won't, I, I have a couple best friends. I won't out which one, but like, one of my best friends fundamentally did not work as hard as I did in college, right? Like, he, uh, he skated by on okay grades, um, he only went to four years of college rather than the 10 years of college, um, that I went to, um, he makes twice the amount of money I do right now. He makes easily twice what I do, maybe more actually. Um, he's very well paid. Now he does, does a very good job. He does good work. He works hard in his job. Now we both work hard in our jobs. We both made it to be, you know, grown up professionals. Um, but fundamentally he makes a ton more money than I do. And so he gets to have the, you know, 65 inch LG OLED television that I would love to have, but that thing's 2,200 bucks. I'm just not in a position to spend 2,200 bucks on much of anything that isn't student loans or car payments. They have them on sale at Walmart. I know. I still am not, I don't need it, but like, and he goes on vacation and like he gets to go on international vacations. Whereas I have to scrape together grant money to go on mission trips. Right. Um, and there's a part of me that could be jealous of my friend 
But I have to remind myself, yo, at least someone's getting paid. He also, like, gives generously to his church and is a very good man and a good Christian man and, 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 you know, a deeply valued friend of mine. And so I have to constantly remind myself, do not be jealous of what he has, even though he definitely did not work as hard as I did in school. Um, and we work about the same amount of hard now because it's not about what we get paid. Um, it's about the roles we've been called to in the kingdom of God. Um, and apparently the role I have been called into is happily kind of broke. Um, <laughs> at least, at least that seems to be how it plays out. Um, <laughs> that, but that's the shift in the thinking. And so like one of the thing, one of the ways like we keep that in our relationship is we actually talk to one another about what we get paid. I know how much he makes and he knows how much I make. Um, because we have to be able to talk about it. Um, and be able to, so that I can celebrate for him when he gets, like, the amount of money he makes um, and celebrate what he's able to do with it and how he's able to use it for God's purposes. Um, rather than, you know, let this become a real secret thing. Oh, I, he makes you yeah, he makes so much more. Um, look, I sometimes get annoyed at how much some pastors make. Um, and I, I, you know, I am guilty of making some comedy out of that. But fundamentally, it is... We are, we are more, A, we are all more than our monetary value, right? We are way more than what we get paid. We are all children of God. We are children of God called to different purposes, but we should celebrate. As long as people are using what they've been given for the purpose that God has called them to do, we should celebrate what folks have rather than simply bemoaning what we don't. And you know, you have, something, or you have something with him also that money can't buy, and that's a true good friendship. With sure, someone. I mean, absolutely, right? That's yeah. right. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I also remember when this, there was a time in our, his and my relationship where the situation was very much reversed, right? Cause I'm slightly older than him. Um, and Sydney and I ended up a two, two career household way earlier. And so like, there was a time when like, I helped him out, um, financially, um, or like I did all the buying of the bar tabs. Uh, because I, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, but, you know, because Sydney and I, and I were two people rather than one person, we just had a little more to go around. Um, you know, but then I became a broke grad student and it all went to hell. Um, and in some ways still just that, um, in my soul. Um, but yeah, so, but again, it is just, it is detaching our value from money and starting to see our value in God's eyes. Because our, 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 the way of our world wants to reduce us to our monetary value. This person matters more because they're richer. Um, or, you know, this work matters more because they get paid more, right? Well, that can't be true because teachers don't get paid particularly well. And everyone, and all the polling numbers no, say everyone thinks don't. teachers. No, you don't. I've been a teacher. I uh, live with one. Uh, I know what you get paid. It's not enough. Um, and, Everyone agrees, like, oh, teachers matter, and our children are the future, and, and, and whatever, and and yet we don't pay teachers particularly well, and we pay, I don't know, I get off on sports stars' salaries a lot, but, like, you know, we pay sports stars a lot. The Astros couldn't keep Garrett Cole because they wouldn't pay him $300 million. Yeah. I mean, so and he can't teach a kindergartner how to read. Yeah, you know, so, some of these salaries you sit and you wonder, and you go, uh, "What exactly uh, business are you trying to buy to make that much money? Because you can sustain your life 
way right, too right, No, I don't, right. I'm glad I don't have that much money. I'm glad I'll, I'll get shot. Or either I'll have more cousins than I that I don't have it. So uh-huh. let me take the money I'm making to go with it. Your yeah, cousins I, come knocking on the door. I, know, I would yeah. just wrap the. Julio? I, I don't need. I don't need a Ferrari because I just wrap it around a tree, right? Like the like, you know, you imagine me with the Ferrari. I wouldn't have it for very long. I would just, you know, wing it into a pine tree real quick. This is, uh, this is the honest truth, guys. If I had that much money, knowing uh, the 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 addict that I am, yeah, and you uh-huh. give me that much money, I would die in a pile of cocaine in front of me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So like, like again. We should never reduce our our existence down to just money because there is so much more to life than just money. And often what matters most in life, our salvation, um, the people that we love, the you know existence of God in our lives has nothing to do with our monetary value. Exactly. Um, in, in ways in ways that honestly, uh, me being uh, you know I'd like to have a little more money than I do, but me not being rich honestly keeps me in check. Sure. And keeps yeah, me out absolutely. of trouble. Yeah, I, 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 I can identify with that. Um, I don't. I have found that, like, I am very good at running an organization's finances. Right. I have some, in some ways, built my career by being handed really broke churches and going, "Yo, we got this." Um, but in my own life, I just buy dumb crap, and maybe I just don't need that. I've plenty of dumb crap uh, I, am, I, I am thankful for what I have anyways we can go on and on about this the point is God's kingdom you are not your monetary value you are A so much more and B everyone else is that much more too and you need to be okay yep. with that and don't uh, hate celebrate yeah don't hate celebrate absolutely go. right especially if they are using what they've been given for God's purpose right All like right. I get mad at really mm-hmm. rich people often because they don't use that money or really rich churches sometimes not because they have more money than I do or because they have more money than the church I have um, than the church I serve but because they don't use that money for what God is calling upon them to do and often leave the hard work to people who are more broke than they are um, that's where I get frustrated yeah uh, Joel uh, you know uh, they're, they're, I, I, I will put it this way, and then I'm going to back off. There are churches much closer to us than Joel Osteen that I have that problem with. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop there. We know. We, yeah, we, we know. Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and yeah, stop it. Yeah, leave me not in 210. It's okay. Like, mm. uh, I have some thoughts, friends, um, on some ways that some people could use some money for God's purpose. Um, if you have other thoughts about ways people could use money for God's purpose, uh, by all means, send us feedback. Uh, we, we love it. Please post comments on Facebook. We will read them. I'm sorry this one isn't live, friends. Um, yo, Zito. Um, but yeah, uh, post comment on Facebook. Post comment on YouTube. Um, our website, uh, palestinegrace.com slash video. Our email address, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. If you're looking for an audio-only version of this show because uh, you're tired of looking at our dumb faces um, or you like want to listen to us while you work out or whatever, um, just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church and your podcatcher of choice. And we will be back next week with another fun-filled edition, hopefully live. Who knows? And don't and don't forget to click like and subscribe. Yeah, I'll do all the Down action. At the bottom. Like, yeah. click at the bottom. Yeah. It is like, comment, subscribe. Um, also, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and fear not. Stay well. God is with us. Oh. Whoops, wrong song.
There we go. Right song. Happy 100th episode, friends. Come a long way. Keeping it real 100. Yeah. Now pet the monkey. Get traded to his Dieter. Welcome to Dieter's dance parties. This is the part in Sprockets where we dance. Oh, yeah! Hey, let's see if I remember how to do a pre-recorded version of the show. I am recording. Yes. Speed. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we talk very close and very quietly into our microphones. That's how we do a pre-recorded version of the show. <laughs> Yet, yes. slightly too close. This is... We talk like this. Yeah. You know, it just becomes some yeah. some weird weird ASMR stuff. Good, you know. Good times. Good times. Yeah, good times. Good. <laughs> I remember way back at the beginning of the store the show, you know, a, a hundred episodes or so. Um yeah. I, I don't really know why, but we didn't really have that many uh, dropped episodes. And, uh, then along came Zito and we changed yeah. to the yeah. better internet. And, uh, well, now we, and then, we don't get to yeah. have live shows. Admittedly, <laughs> I don't have to spend four hours post-producing the show either, which I'm good with. I don't think we could. No, I, this is true. We could not have made it 100 episodes okay. with the no, we couldn't have. that that took. It was a cool show. Like, it was rad. But that is, like, that is a job. That show was a full-time job. Um, or not. But, like, it seriously cost that between filming it, prepping it, and editing it. That was like a six-hour thing. Um, and just not yeah. sustainable. Fun! Not mm-hmm. sustainable. Um, and the first step, no. I think it was the first step, and then... some show didn't get recorded. Like, one of the cameras didn't, we yes. didn't roll on one of the cameras. And so there's like a we whole did thing. Like, had, we did it twice. Yeah, We did it twice. I think that's the first episode. I think. I have to go back and look. But there's some episode that there's like a whole take that was fire. It was gold. And it never got recorded. Um, and so, you know, we live and learn. This format's a lot, even if it's more reliant on Zito, it's a hell of a lot easier. Um, oh, yeah. Than what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's do a show.